Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording of a teaching with TBA rabbinic resident Julia Noblock. All right, so um, some of you have um, been coming um, on a somewhat regular basis. So this is actually like an unscheduled um, poetry sheet. Um, so um, usually I um, try to find a poet somewhat related to the Parsha in, in whatever way that, that has been the case. Um, today, Leah Goldberg, I've been wanting to do her for a long time, and um, I just chose her. Um, and there is no real connection to the week's Parsha, um, unless um, we want to um, understand, the, um, understand the connection as maybe the sudden strange death in the first poem and the silence in the poem as an echo of the Parsha, but that's obviously just me making some sort of connection. Um, it wasn't intended, but um, I did want to frame it with that. Um, Leah Goldberg is, um, is um, an amazing poet. She's one of the most accomplished um, Israeli poets of her time, or maybe of all time. Um, she was born in 1911. Um, in Königsberg, which was then East Prussia, um, and she came to Palestine in 1935 when she was 24, after having um, gotten an education, um, among other countries, also in Germany, and um, she settled at first in Tel Aviv, and um, was um, um, belongs to the so-called second circle, uh, second generation of Hebrew poets, um, together with um, Altamann and um, Schlonsky, and others, and um, and she um, she was um, she founded the um, Department of Literature at Hebrew University um, in 1963, and um, taught there until her death um, in 1970. She never married. She lived with her mother um, together in an apartment once um, she had started working at Hebrew University in, in Jerusalem. And um, she speaks to me for several reasons. Um, just. Uh, and I and and I was there was some affinity that that I find in, in many of her poems. And as I was getting ready for this um, for this shiur this afternoon, I I was reading in this introduction um, for this anthology of of poets um, of poems. And um, it says here that she wrote poems of desire and unrequited love, of longing for landscapes geographic and temporal that are lost forever of an immigrant's divided identity and sense of dislocation, of nature that is often unforgiving, but always wondrous. And um, that is something that I um, try to do in my poetry as well, and it speaks to me. And um, it has come up a few times in this, um, in, this, in this introduction, how even though she, from a young age, started writing in Hebrew, and she, she really worked on her able to write poetry in that language even before she had to Palestine, um, Later in her life, she tells her and like sense of loss and belonging to her um, identity. And I find that with a lot of Hebrew poets um, of her generation, like even somewhat younger, I found it in Amos Oz, for example. Anyway, so this is something that I personally, um, I chose two poems. As you know, I'm, I'm kind of like going through this, um, the modern Hebrew poem itself. So I chose two of the three that they have in this book. Um, I have printed out only the ones in English. Um, it would have taken me two in Hebrew. I couldn't find um, I couldn't find um, anything on this. only in English, and you have to um, do with my Hebrew rendering of the poet 
of the poem, and um, I will start with the first one. It stops. Uh, there's a. It ends um, at atonement, and then it starts stuck together. So the first one um, is called Achare Ezrim Shana after 20 years. Ezrim Shana uchkumo shenohagim lomar ken mashehu kara bein time baolam veregesh ze eneinu yain meshumar hulo nihye chariv yoter avlo yoter mushlam lo haamen lo sevatcha hizot. Ulai rak mabatra adish velo nihlam, rak bohen megulot chayenu hagnuzot, vichola she kara ben time baolam. Shnei anashim, achen, shnei anashim zarim, mishnei evrei hatahom shel herez veema, afilu alkivrei metenu hayekarim, lo od noma hayom ota tefil atzma. שני מניינים של שנים, לגיונות של ימים לבנים, שני מניינים שהוא למדבר שממה. אל תתחיל למען השם, אין לדעת מי האשם, כתמיד אתה אשם ואני אשמה. כך מוטל בינינו הזמן, השנים אשר זב דמן, המת היקר הזמן. So um, the translation that you have on your screen um, is not really like what they are means. And um, I want to point out a, a few things before I'm going to, to um, turn it to you and, and see what comes up for you. Um, for this poem, um, it is divided in two parts. Um, the first three stanzas, um, as you can tell, are like have longer lines. There is a very smoothly flowing rhyme to it, um, the, the meter, and then it changes. Um, it changes for the remaining four stanzas, where the lines are much shorter, the beats are more staccato-like, and um, kind of like the whole the whole stance of the speaker has changed, right? Um, um, I have I have some things that I uh, that I could that I would like to um, share, but I want to hear what what came up for you when you were reading this this poem. How does it how does it land on you? Pardon? Oh, in English, it's it's on. I can read it in English, of course. Um, Twenty years, and as it's customary to say, yes, something has happened meantime in the world, and this feeling isn't preserved wine. It doesn't gain in strength or perfection. No, believe me, it's not your aging hair. Perhaps only your indifferent and unembarrassed expression. Only in it are the hidden scrolls of our lives. And all that has happened means two people, yes, two strange people, on either side of the abyss of destruction and terror. Even over the graves of our dear dead, today we'll no longer recite the Two tens of years, legions of white days, Two tens of years, which have become a desolate desert. Don't start now, for God's sake. There is no knowing who's to As always, you're to blame, and I'm to blame. Thus, between us is time laid out. The years whose blood has flowed. Time, the dear dead one, may he rest in peace. And we are on either side of him, like enemies after battle. And our dead lie in the battlefield. So, 
this is about two estranged lovers. Um, and it is interesting how, how the, the separation is symbolized with of destruction and loss, which has a historic level, um, or the atrocity that had, may have happened, uh, you know, on, in Europe, the Holocaust, and, and, um, and at the same time, also the time that has passed. And I, I would like to, this separation, also how it is, and also how it is represented. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I have a question. I, I have a question. I, yeah, when, when did she write this? How old was she when she wrote this I particular tried to find poem? It. I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't find it since this is a person with some life experience um, and she didn't, she didn't live that long. She only lived up to years. So I'm assuming it's a later. That's just a bit. Yeah. And that made them become estranged. Yeah. So for those on Zoom, yeah. Thank you, friend. Um, friend said that she read um, the estrangement um, that happened, but may have been married and maybe maybe had a child together that died, so that 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 the the separation and the end was caused by this by this terrible loss that got made better. Um, right. Yeah. 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 So the question is um, whether whether they are referring that they have said the same prayer together or and are no longer saying it together or if they ha are saying different to begin with. Um, it is the same prayer. It's ota tefila. So it is, so it is the, it, it, it would be the same prayer. Um, Leman Shamit Hashem. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, we've been, um, there were some voices about like how, how different um, people process grief. Um, and also um, David was um, talking about how there's this um, pun with Leman um, Hashem for God's sake and then how it's, how it's, um, how it's combined with Hashem, with guilt and blame. Um, I mean, I have found it was interesting also that, um, where is it? So in that, in the, in the first half of the poem, when it's like, metenu hayekarim is plural. And then in the second, at the end, when she's talking about the, the time between us, like, and the poem is called after 20. So, there is time between them, which is 20 years. And, um, and then it's, um, where is it? Uh, here, Hamet Hayaka. So it is singular. So that has shifted. So, so um, not only has sort of like the voice of the person, it is the, the voice of the speaker changed. There is, there is some sort of soliloquy almost in the first part, but still somewhat, whereas the next one is really has a whole in tone. So um, I found that interesting. I, I, I love the, um, the reading um, about how people grieve, um, how this uh, we find that we can't talk about with this poem. Actually, another connection to the Marsha. Um, so I, I again, <laughs> even though- Julie, this is Gary. Can you lift up the mic? We can't, really plan it. Can you, we can't hear you. You gotta lift up the mic. Oh, okay, sorry. It keeps, it keeps, keeps sinking down. Um, I don't know what you did not hear, um, Gary, up until when, but we were talking about how the um, how in the first half the, the the dead is plural, the dead that's between them, and in the in the in the second part it is it is it is singular, and how how it is a poem, how people deal with grief and what it does to them, and in the end, 
in the end, this poem is, a, is very bleak um, in terms of there is no atonement. Um, when whatever has happened between them um, and whatever um, the plural dead and the singular dead are, um, this, poem ends, um, this poem ends in a very, in a very bleak um, and desolate, um, there's de desolate shemama shemem um, way. Um, the, the, there is no atonement, which is... Um, to note also what David was saying, there is a lot of religious language um, in, in that poem, and it actually becomes more and more as the poem moves on. So in the first in the first um, line, there is there is maybe still sort of the illusion of that things that could be atonement, you know, that there is hope for better days because the yain Meshumar, I looked this, looked it up, and um, apparently it's an allusion to wine that is prepared before the earth was created for the righteous to enjoy in the world to come. But then the poem ends with, um, with Ein Kapara, so they may not be partaking of that, of that Yain Meshumar. Um, we're almost at, um, at the end of the time, but I did want to share... Yes, Tom? Thank you, I, I forgot to mention it. Yes, absolutely. And also, uh, talking about religious, religious references, it's, it's name Minyanim. Right. So Tom was making um, the comment that the, the separation that, that makes them drift further and further apart um, until there's no atonement um, is also represented by the Ezrim, the 20, in the beginning of the second half is divided into, into two tens, and there's Minyanim. Um, there's also a line that um, echoes the El Male Rachamim, the Tiye Nishmatot um and others, and obviously um, the Kapara. I want to go back to a poem, and uh, not go back, but I want to, before we close, just read um, and have you read along um, in the English um, a second poem that is very different. Um, it, it, is also, it is also related to time, to the sensation of time, but it is a way more um, positive poem, I want to say. It is... Um, it, it uh, talks about a moment of, of basically feeling totally immersed and, and, and at one with time. And um, I think um, that the, the previous one really is sort of a capitulation to what time does to us, to our lives, and, and to when things have gone wrong, that it sometimes cannot be um, changed. And um, But this this next poem, and also um, we have... It's not a chamsin that we're having, but it's windy, and Nissan is on the horizon. Um, so it is a whole different poem. I'm going to read it um, in the Hebrew first, and then we can read it in, in the English, and, um, and then we're going to close soon. Chamsin is a strong desert wind um, coming from somewhere in the desert. I don't know. But Chamsin she Nissan. Achen eda ze yom lelo temura. Velo nafal davar. Velo era, Velo Yavdil Beno Lehavinyamim, Tsiyun Ota Asher Mishuv Adra, Verak la Shemesh Reach Shel Yasmin, Verak la Evan Kol Shelev Puem, Verak la Erev Tseva Shel Tapuz, Verak la Hols Fatayim Menashkot, Eich Eskerenu Almoni Sati, sorry. Eich eskerenu alomi stami, eicha eshmo hasdo hapitomi, eich amim sheyom echad haya, 
כל ניד וריח עצם מעצמי. כי כל אילן היה מפרש רוטט, ולדממה עיניים של ילדה, ולדמעות ניחוח הלבלוב, ושם העיר כשם אהבתי. ניסן, חמסין אוף ניסן. Indeed, I know this is a day without change, and nothing fell, and, no, and nothing, nothing took place, and nothing happened. And no mark, no omen <coughs> separates it from other days. And only that the sun has the scent of jasmine, and only that the stone has the sound of a throbbing heart, and only that the evening has the color of an orange, and only that the sand has kissed. How can I remember it, anonymous and vague? How can I guard it? its sudden grace. How shall I believe that on this day every flutter and scent was of my very essence? For every tree was a trembling sail, and silence had a little girl's eyes, and tears the aroma of blooming, and the name of the city was like the name. So it's a complete different um, experience of time. It's, it's, um, it's not necessarily the passing of time, it's like the it, time stands still. It's, um, it's a, a feeling of feeling bound up with the earth and the nature so much that it's an eternal um, moment. Does anybody want to say something? We are. I guess everyone. So those are, I mean, there are tons of, she has written 11 collections of poems. Um, she's very prolific. Two poems really don't do her justice like all of the poets we have. But um, I hope it gave you a little, um, little insight um, about her. And um, I love to... Think about time and um, the experience of love. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.